What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte. Welcome to episode 25. So this week, I I had something planned, but I wanted to kind of switch it up and talk about several things that you can do as an artist when you're feeling overwhelmed. So this is all about feeling overwhelmed and how to deal with it. Um, given just the recent events around the world, I'm not going to lie, I feel odd just trying to go to class, trying to go to auditions, trying to just go about my regular schedule and acting like there's nothing going on. Just like going to work, acting like there's not atrocities across the world. Um, And honestly, when I'm comparing my everyday problems to the state of survival going on in the Middle East, I feel guilty and extremely privileged. Um, Privileged that we live in America and we don't even have to realize that on a day-to-day basis, Um, just living in a constant state of terror. You know, privileged that I have my loved ones that are safe and here with me and I just get to go about my life it's really dystopian um and it can get really overwhelming and so it's it's kind of like a fine balance of staying informed right because we can't just like turn a blind eye but also you know protecting yourself so then you can still do what you need to do because as corny as it sounds when you let like evil things take over your complete, you know, mindset and your world, that's also how they win. So um, many of us who are artists also, I believe that we're inherently inherently empathetic. Um, and so we feel things deeply. And honestly, you don't even need to be an artist to feel deeply about these kind of things. Um, so this week, I just wanted to give us some resources basically um how i have been dealing with things um and i've honestly have felt overwhelmed sad upset anxious scared and it's i think it's important to address this for artistic people because i think a lot of people are getting you know thrown up to the thrown under the bus for not saying anything And people are getting thrown under the bus for saying stuff and for expressing how they feel or not expressing how they feel. So everyone's just kind of on edge right now and overwhelmed. And I wanted to do an episode on how to kind of deal with that. So uh, this episode is honestly for everyone. That's that's basically who it's for. So we're dealing with these kind of events together. And I think that anybody can kind of benefit from um how to just deal with things when it's just hard to go about your day to day and and not letting it just be taxing on your mental health. So here are my 10 tips to help you when you are feeling overwhelmed. Number one, I think it's important to identify the emotion that you're feeling. Is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it guilt? Is it anxiety? Is it fear? It's important to understand what we are actually feeling So we can gather it instead of letting ourselves act on it. We see a lot of people right now just kind of acting on their emotions and it's it's ruining relationships. It's ruining pathways to healing. So it's important to to identify what exactly you're feeling so you can have a better understanding of what is going on. Like I said, I see a lot of people just acting out of emotions right now, posting things, whether it's anger on social media or fear. Honestly, this is a big one for me. Like if I just let my fear run rampant, I get nothing done. And for the last maybe week or so, I haven't gotten anything done because I've let I've let fear kind of consume my world. It sways our judgments, our actions. Like I said, I haven't I haven't been able to get much done. Like, yeah, I'm going through my day to day, but I'm not really going above and beyond besides that, just getting through my day to day because I'm letting the fear consume me. So it wasn't until I sat down and was like, what am I feeling? Oh, my God, I'm feeling scared right now. 
That's why I don't feel inspired to just get up and teach. That's why I don't feel inspired to try to fill my workshop or go audition or you know what I mean? Like I realized it's fear that's consuming me. I know I'm not alone when I say that like I suffer, not suffer. I live with anxiety and I know that there's a lot of other artistic people that also live with anxiety too. And it's probably been heightened right now. So what is that affecting at home? What is that affecting in our performance when we have this additional outside anxiety going on? So like I said, what I ended up doing is identifying exactly what I was feeling. Scared for my family, scared for my future, scared for our way of living, our finances, our feeling frazzled, feeling unorganized. And once I had a better understanding on my emotions, then I could really sit down and say like, okay, how can I effectively understand this emotion and like work with it, work through it because it's not going to go away right now. This, this is just the state that we're in. Which brings me to my next tip. Tip number two when you're feeling overwhelmed is take the time to actually process and feel that feeling and then take appropriate actions to help self-soothe. You have to feel your feelings. You have to feel your emotions. You shouldn't be burying them down. Like we really shouldn't be just ignoring everything, how we kind of are and just like going through our day to day. It sucks. It sucks. It doesn't even feel like I I feel like once you're kind of aware that life is just more than you, that it's hard to kind of go back to this selfish place. And I kind of feel like that's where I am. And I have a hard time sometimes, I'll be honest, because I do like to help other people a lot, a lot, a lot. And I used to let it affect me where I was helping so many people to my detriment. And now it's like I've grown from that, but I still have those urges where I'm like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not I'm not helping other people enough. I'm not causing a um, bringing awareness to some issue enough like it does dig at me. But I also know that when you are not taking care of yourself, you cannot help other people. You cannot bring beautiful things into this world. You cannot bring beautiful inspiration, art, love, care, education into this world if you are not taken care of. And so I have to sit in that and recognize that and really understand that I have to take care of myself first and then I will be able to provide provide assistance in the best way possible. Like, even with this podcast, like I was feeling just so jacked up last week, this week. And I was like, uh, if I don't get myself together, if I don't calm myself down and get myself out of this really dark place, I'm not going to be able to get a, a podcast together. And what if there's people out there that need to hear this, you know, and that's really what helps me like move in that appropriate way of taking the time to process my emotions, my feelings is because I know that I can't impact other people the way that I want to if I'm not taking care of myself. And so, no, we should not be bearing down what we're feeling. If we're feeling sad right now, if we're feeling scared, if we're feeling anxious, if we're feeling angry, we shouldn't be bearing it down. We should take time to process and then try to find an appropriate an appropriate action, not a reactive action, an appropriate action. Um, this also reminds me of like the first, the first couple of weeks of COVID. I was in straight denial. I was in straight denial and I have such, I already have, like I said, I already have such bad health anxiety, deal with depression and COVID. I was just like, this is not happening. I'm going to keep posting on social media. I'm going to keep up this whole, um, I was teaching contemporary time. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go all, um, virtual. I'm going to, um, take on virtual private. Like I just went full force into more projects, trying to bury down the anxiety in this. And I was feeling scared at the time so much so that like a month into COVID, I was just burnt out. I was burnt out. 
And no one was telling me to do any of this. That's the thing. It's all like our ways of coping. And we have to realize that some of our ways of coping are not healthy and we could fix them. And I think for me, I like to like overexert like my energy when I'm feeling overwhelmed or scared just because I've, I've been used to having to put on like a tough, like brave face all the time. So that's just my coping mechanism. But I learned in COVID that this is not healthy and it's not helping me. And then when I'm burnt out, this isn't helping anybody else because now I really can't um, help and and try to make an impact the way that I want to. So this time around when I'm making, when I'm feeling this way, I've taken some time. I don't want to say off of social media posting all that, but I've definitely been very hesitant about the projects that I take on and um like the way that I'm teaching, the way that I'm showing up for others, because I want to make sure that I'm coming from a correct place and taking care of myself first. So then I don't burn out so quickly and I don't just um, deal with it in a reactive manner, if that makes sense. When you're overwhelmed, you actually need to process and identify these feelings. So like I said, that's how we're going to be able to function with these feelings and function through these feelings because they're not going to go away. None of this is going to go away overnight. Like it's it's the state of the world right now. You know what I mean? And sometimes I look around and I'm like, how are we living right now? Like, how is everybody living right now? This is insane, dude. And then that's why I feel so crazy. Like, oh, I'm just going to go to my little dance class. But I have to like take those feelings and sit with them and like self-soothe and understand that it is okay for me to show up for my students because maybe that's what they need. You know what I mean? Maybe they need to go and escape, you know. But if I'm just showing up out of like reactivity, like, oh, I'm going to teach like 10 times this week extra because I, I need to show up in the best way to like because I'm angry and I'm, you know what I mean? Anxious. And I need to show up in a way that's overexerting myself. I'm going to burn out and then I'm not going to be able to be there in the way that I want to for my students in the long run. Because like I said, this is not, this is like ongoing, you know what I mean? And it sucks because, you know, you get to the point, or at least for me, I get to the point where if I, like just let that emotion go, I will completely let my feelings control me. And sometimes I can't even get out of bed. Like I have to, I have to like self-soothe. So, and I have to work through that emotion. So I don't get to that point because if I just let that, if I just let that feeling of being scared, being anxious, just run me rampant or just run rampant in my mind, I, I can't get anything done. And then I can't, like I said, show up for people the way that I, I can or that I want to. And I know I'm not alone. This is also important because it makes me realize the actions that I want to do are not sometimes the actions that are healthier. So yes, running rampant with anxiety, letting it control you, letting it consume you. And I say letting because sometimes I do feel powerless and sometimes I am not fighting for my mental health the way that I should, you know, like taking extra time to meditate, taking extra time for deep breaths, meditation, going to the gym, this or that, not prioritizing that and instead prioritizing the feeling. And then the action that I want to do is like lay in bed, not do anything, not go to class, not you know, and <clears throat> it may be the action that I want to do, but it's definitely not the healthier option that's available. So you have to really understand what you're feeling, take appropriate action so you don't let that emotion run you rampant, run rampant in your mind. So then you're acting on unhealthy coping me mechanisms. But it all starts with understanding what you're feeling. I also want to say feeling overwhelmed should not like I said, it should not completely stop you from your daily tasks and your goals. It'll slow you down. But if you're feeling to the point where you're so overwhelmed, you can't get anything done. And I get like this, then it's not OK. And it's going to shine a big light on areas that you need to 
coat better in and you need to self-soothe better in. And like I said, that's me. That's me. You're not alone. I know I'm not alone. And it's okay. We, we become aware of these things so then we can do better. And we're going to do better by putting some systems in place. So I have, I have some more systems for us. So number three is actually a, a really good system. Um, we need to get enough sleep, physical and mental rest. We have to. This may sound corny, but I have to physically put my phone in another area at night because when I get anxious, because that's the big emotion that I I get overwhelmed with. When I get anxious, I am the biggest doom scroller ever. It's so bad, you guys. And the next thing you know, it's 2 a.m. And I have to work. I have a 9 to 5. And then I try to go to class. And I try to work out. And I try to choreograph and all these things. And that's not healthy. That's really bad, actually. <laughs> like, lack of sleep and rest has never been a good option and saying no to a few classes or training sessions at this time in order to get rest not doom scroll is okay my family knows I I prioritize sleep like that is my thing and we we like laugh about it because my sister will call me and be like hey did you go to the gym and I'm like "Uh uh-uh I didn't I prioritized rest and and I I literally say that because If I don't get rest and then I'm trying to do all the things that I want to do, because like I said, we just we live busy lives, you guys. And I love to do a lot of things. My husband loves it. We just love to do all the things. I cannot do all the things if I am not physically rested. I will put a full stop on so much things if I do not feel rested. I have completely been like, I am not going to that class. I know I already paid for it, but I didn't get enough sleep the night before and I went to the gym and this class is way too late. I'm not, I cannot go to the class because I'm already feeling emotionally overwhelmed. And even though I physically want to move, it's not healthy. So some things that I, that you can try that I, I, that help me make sure that I get enough rest. You guys already know, I'm going to say you need to schedule in rest days. I write, and I've said this before, I write a big rest on certain days that I'm like, ooh, that week before was really busy. That week before was really busy and really emotionally charged. And we have a lot of things going on in the world. And I know that I'm anxious right now. You know what? Let me give myself two rest days. And it feels like it feels like FOMO. I get it because we like I said, we want to do all the things. I want to do all the things. But you have to tell yourself it's okay to rest. It's so okay to rest. And you're no good. You're no good without rest. You have to pri- and you have to prioritize it as much as you prioritize going to work, as much as you prioritize going to class, you have to prioritize rest, whatever that means for you. So writing in your rest days. I also think that tracking your sleep is a really good way to make sure that you get sleep in. Um, my husband uses a, a whoop. I didn't know what this was, but it tracks his sleep. I, I think I kind of want one, but it shows you like how the quality of your sleep even. So that's an even bigger issue because sometimes you think that you're sleeping and you're waking up all night. And that used to be me. I would just pop up. My dog wakes me up. I wake her up. We're up all night. So tracking. I will literally be like, I need seven hours of sleep. So if I have to wake up at seven on or if I have to wake up on five or six or whatever on um, Monday and Wednesday, then what time do I need to go to bed? Okay, then I can't go to that class. And it sucks. It really does, especially when there's a lot of classes that are late. But you have to understand that the thing that's like, I say this all the time, like popular or the thing that is, you know, trendy or whatever it is, it may not be the best thing for you. And so sometimes those late classes are just not the best thing for me because I have to prioritize sleep and that's going to help me in the long run. Like that's the thing we people need to start realizing is like we have lives long, like it's it's a marathon, not a race. Anywho, that was a tangent. Um, another thing that I like to do to help me sleep is I actually take magnesium. I stopped taking melatonin a long time ago. There's been studies that show that mag- uh, melatonin does not actually help you sleep. I know, I know that you guys want to come for me for that one. 
don't. I love you. <laughs> but um, melatonin, I'm not going to I'm not going to go into it. Just like look up some studies. Um, I take magnesium and I have a few friends that take like DHEA or something to help with like cortisol levels, too. I'm not a doctor. Do your research on on supplements. I love supplements. But magnesium, when I took it the first time, and I'm not even taking the full dose yet. I'm like, you know, I'm scary. So I'm like working up to it. I was, And I take magnesium glycinate. I was like dumbfounded. I was in shock of how rested I felt when I woke up. I was like, what have I been doing? I have not been sleeping. I have not been recovering my body at all. Because when I woke up that next day, I was like, yo, I feel calm and like rested. I was, I was really tripping. So magnesium glycine is something I take every day. If there is something that I don't miss, it's really magnesium right now. Um, the next thing I do in order to prioritize rest and, and physical mental rest, mental rest, is I try to have a wind down routine. So like sometimes it's cuddling with my dog. Like just me like on the floor with no phone, just like giving her kisses and loves. Like if you have a pet, you know how it is. Um... And or sometimes it's foam rolling. I really do like to foam roll. I feel like it kind of calms my body down because I hold tension in my body. And so when I'm sitting there kind of like rolling my body out, like trying to relax, I feel like that helps me wind down. And it's also not stimulating. So it's not my phone. Um, speaking of phone, I try to limit, li- uh, I try to limit blue light. This one's really hard. Um, because we want to be on our phone. And for some reason, we think that, oh, I just want to like veg out and scroll. But when we do that, our mind is like going over time, trying to keep up with the the light and the scrolling. It like it makes my brain feel tired. Like the days that I work all day and then I go to class and I work out, I feel less tired than the days I like if I don't work and I just scroll all day. I feel mentally tired because I don't know, guys. I, I don't think our brain is like meant to take in so much information so fast. Like it's insane. I would love to know what it's doing to our brain, but it feels depleted. So limit blue light. If it's if it's absolutely like I need to scroll for like 10 minutes or whatever. I get it. I do. Um, I wear blue light glasses. I think there was a study done on those and they don't work. I don't know. I'm going to look for some more studies, but I do try to wear blue light glasses and I have glasses that I wear. So I'm not straining my eyes at least. Um, I'm also a really big fan of sound baths. I use these during COVID and I know that kind of sounds corny, like sound bath, but if you're into kind of like energetic healing, um, like during COVID, a lot of sound bathers or I don't know what they're called they would go live and then they would just do like, you know, sound bath sessions and I would like fall asleep to them. I would drink some basil, basil leaf tea. I really love basil leaf tea. It's for anxiety. And I would um, lay down and I would, I would listen to the sound bath because I don't know, it was still like I was on my phone. So I felt like I was on my phone, but then it was also like calm energy and like, they're emitting calm energy. So I, it just felt very healing. So I don't, I used to do frequencies. They kind of freaked me out. I don't know, like the lot, like a couple months ago, I was like, eh, I don't really like frequencies anymore, but I will do sound baths. Um, but my point of like having something is you have to really, you need to try and you really need to prioritize getting enough rest. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you have to like, that's like step one, Um, even if it means like just take like blocking out a whole day, like, do I recommend blocking out a whole week? I don't because I also think that it's important to like move your body. Maybe like if you're thinking rest, like maybe you have one day that you absolutely don't do anything, but like the other days, maybe you, you just like at least move your body. You go for a walk, you do some yoga, you do deep breathing, you play with your kids, something like non-pressing that's restful to your brain to your body you have to prioritize it it's very important um going along with you know our body um i want to say you need to for number four you need to fuel your body with enough water protein and nourishing food 
Look, I love a good comfort meal. I want a comfort meal right now. I always want a comfort meal. I kind of grew up um, in a family where, I don't know, like if shit was going good, we would like get pizza and like, like hang out in the living room. Like, I don't know, like we were always or like a payday for my mom. We would always like go out to eat. So as an adult, it's crazy because every payday I'm like, oh, what am I eating? And it's like, why do I associate payday with like going and get like a little treat? That's insane. Why don't I associate payday with like going and getting a deep tissue massage, something more like physically rewarding? And it's just because we're human and these things are ingrained in us and it's not our fault. Um, But when we get into these overwhelming situations, overwhelming situations when we're feeling overwhelmed and you know we have our demanding schedule we're trying to show up to class we're trying to choreograph we're trying to audition we're trying to do all these things and we want to cope oh my god a comfort meal is the last thing you want to put into your body because that is not it tends to not be good energy energy food like I have learned many the hard way back, like not recently, but back in my early 20s that it is not a good idea to go to to Burger King and then try to go to practice. It is not a good idea to try to get Chick-fil-A and go to an audition, like go do a workout. I ate a Snickers. Oh my God. It was, well, it was Halloween, but I ate a Snickers because, you know, I was like, it's Halloween, it's Halloween, like I'm just, whatever whatever my reasoning was. And I had a workout in like an hour. And I swear to God, Tuesday was the hardest workout that I've ever had. And she wasn't even having me do like shit out of the ordinary. I just, I was, I fueled my body with something that did not turn into good fuel. Like that's like, not saying you can't have a Snickers. That's like fun food. I call that like fun food. Like Chick-fil-A is fun food. Burger King is fun food. Whatever your like vices, ice cream is fun food. That's fine. Go have fun. Like you need to have fun too. But then there's times where you need to fuel. And I think when you are overwhelmed, that is already sucking energy out of you. And that is definitely a time that, yes, you're going to be triggered. You're going to want to go get the in and out. You're going to want to go get whatever's easiest or whatever is, you know, going to give you that dopamine then and there. But what is going to be more nourishing to you? And it's it's annoying, but it's going to be the meal prep. It's going to I eat the same meal prep every single day. And it's like I make well, I have my blueberries and my grapefruit. I have my pumpkin seeds in the morning and then I have my beef or I have my chicken and then I have broccoli and then I have sweet potatoes like that's my basic and I never get tired of eating that. I do. And then I have a fun food every once in a while. But for the most part, I'm eating a meal prep. But when I am feeling overwhelmed, oh, dude, let me go to Jersey Mike's. Let me go here. Let me go there. And then next thing you know, I feel like shit physically because it's not nourishing food. It's short energy food. And on top of it, I'm mentally drained. So I just overall feel like shit and it creates a cycle. I also want to add like, are you getting enough? Well, are you getting enough protein? Because we are athletes, you guys. We And here's the thing too, like there's a lot of us that we go we get overwhelmed and we don't eat. Like, let's talk about that because that used that used to be me. Like, you get so stressed out that you just stop eating and that's not good too because we're in a constant state of overwhelm right now. It's it's bad. So, what is that how is that going to fuel your longevity for dancing? It's not going to. It's not. And especially as you get older, it's like you really have to prioritize taking care of your body. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It does. So you have to prior. Maybe you're that person like, hey, I need. Did I hit enough protein today? Let me go get a protein shake. Let me go get a. And that was me last week. I did not. I hardly. And then I went to my workout and I literally had to sit down afterwards because I thought I was going to pass out. And my husband and everybody was like, did you eat? And I was like, now that I think about it, no, I didn't. I was not prioritizing my health that day. And I was trying to do the same routine that I always do pushing myself. And then I, on top of it, I was trying to train harder and dance and do all these things. And I'm like, I'm not taking care of myself. Um, 
are you getting enough water? This is, you'd be surprised how many times I'm like, I'm feeling so overwhelmed and turns out I was just thirsty. I know it sounds ridiculous. It really does. Even today, I have to check myself, especially with my, if I happen to do um, like a uh, an energy drink or I like the uh, clean yerba mates. If I'm like, and like those have to be a treat because I have to limit my, my, I have to limit my caffeine now because that's a trigger. Um, but today I was like, you know, it's a good day for that. It's an okay day for that. And I haven't had one all week. I had one, but I realized I didn't have any water. I had no water. So it was like two o'clock and I was like, oh no, I have a workout. I need to make sure that I'm getting enough water. Like this is ridiculous. So I had to prioritize and I'm prioritizing right now, getting my water in. It's so important. Um, I also, I mean, you know, recently we all learned that you can add a little Celtic salt into your water and it helps you uptake it a little bit better. So there's a bunch of things that you, I'm not like a fan of the, the, I don't know what they're called. Um, the like electrolytes that you can add in. I just, I don't know if I, if I can do it naturally with like Celtic Celtic salt or mineral water, I'm cool. Like I don't need anything else. So basically your basic essential needs need to be met as far as nourishment goes. Food, water, protein, rest, um, before you can just flow through these feelings of overwhelm because they're going to be there and it's going to be an extra force that's sucking energy out of you. And so you need to make sure that you have that added energy. Number five, this one's this one's going to be maybe taboo. Maybe. Um, you need to limit or pay attention to how much you're taking in social media. Now, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, don't look at social media. I don't, I don't believe in that because honestly, it's extremely privileged to be able to just turn off your phone and to be able to tune out the horrible shit that's happening in this world right now. It's insane. I, and I, I have to say that because we live in we live in a, a society where people are to just turn off your phone. How, well, how privileged are you in America that you can just turn off your phone and do that? That is great for you. But there's people that can't just turn off their life. And so. I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's right to just completely block out and ignore what's going on. However. I do believe in staying informed, but not being engulfed because like I said, when you let the atrocities in this world consume you, the evil things in this world consume you, that's also how the evil things win. When they stop you from being a force yourself, when they stop you from being an energetic creative source, a light and energy, that's also how evil things win. So you need to find a healthy balance between staying informed and still doing what you need to do for yourself. And that is how you're going to overcome feeling overwhelmed. So you're going to need to put some systems in place. You can still check socials, post your content, look for classes, look for auditions, right? Stay involved in your circles, Stay abreast with the news, but put put a big fat boundary on yourself with how much you're checking social media, how much you're taking in. Maybe limit the time of day. Maybe I deleted a few apps off of my phone so it's harder for me to get to them. So then I'm like reminded like, no, I'm not supposed to be on those right now. It's difficult. I get it. I know because like I said, I, I just don't really, I've never understood the taking a break from social media. But at, at times like this, when you're just so bombarded with like news and like new information, it gets overwhelming. And you can only process so much new information at a time. And if you're trying to take in so much information and go about your daily life, it is too much. So you need to find a balance between taking in new information and sticking up for yourself and putting a boundary up and taking care of yourself as well. Number six is you need to talk positively to yourself. I know this one's sneaky because 
here you are feeling overwhelmed and you don't even notice you may have a negative conversation loop going on in your head. You're just like engaging in it because there's so much negativity going on. You're just also having that conversation of negativity in your head. You need to tell yourself it's okay. You're the only one keeping tabs of your faults. And so if you have like a negative feedback in your head, like, oh, I didn't do this. Well, now I didn't do this this week. And well, damn, I haven't even choreographed. I didn't go to that audition. I haven't posted. I haven't even been in class. Okay, well, on the flip side of that conversation, you need to be saying, you know what? You are overwhelmed. There is so much going on right now. You're balancing a living in a society that wants us to fail and wants us to be broke and 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 support awful things and and you're supposed to just like go about this like normal babe no like like you need to be able to talk to yourself and be like dude it's okay like this is insane right now we're living in insane life situations and we're learning horrible things every single day and no you don't feel so creative today and that's okay. Maybe we need to prioritize like taking care of ourselves first. So make sure that your inner voice isn't just going towards the negative. That you, And if you do notice it, make sure that you also throw in the positive. And I know it sounds corny, but you guys, I really think it's important to talk out loud. And that's why I kind of like I kind of like having my, well, duh, I love having my podcast, but like it also helps me process things as well. So it's like my inner voice, I get to say like out loud, you know what I mean? And so it's a good reminder for me and it helps me stay accountable as well. Like I said, you're the only one keeping tabs of all of your faults. Are you taking, are you keeping tabs of all of your wins? Are you telling yourself all of your wins? Try your absolute best. Try your absolute best to talk positive to yourself if you're already feeling overwhelmed. Number seven is you need to change your scenery. I'm really big on energy. So this one is really important to me. Um, changing your space can be as simple as lighting a candle, going for a walk, even cleaning your space doesn't need to be even a deep clean opening a window it could be as grand or as small as you'd like seriously you could move some furniture around just moving the stagnant energy sometimes will help with over changing the lighting I'll turn on different like colors of lights different overhead lights it really could be as simple as as that honestly sometimes I have the energy to do a whole deep clean and it feels like a reset. Sometimes it does not. Sometimes it feels like, because, you know, type A, I want to deep clean. It becomes a whole project. If I start to notice it becomes a project, I pump the brakes. I pump the brakes and I say, this is not soothing anymore. This is now becoming a task. Let me stop. Let me just light a candle in an instant instead. Make my bed. Boom. Energy has changed. Energy has shifted. But we want to change our scenery because it's a it's it's a way that we can trigger a new thought pattern. When our cycle is already in overwhelm, we that's exactly what we want. We we're looking for a way out of that. And I think that I'm really big, like I said, on on just switching up the energy. I had a friend in college that said that in between classes he would change his socks. And I thought that was and it sounds ridiculous, but he's like, dude, sometimes you just like and like we all know, like college, you're just constantly getting beat up. Like there is no, I don't know. I don't know. My program was hard as fuck. So it was all, it was all just a bad day every single day. Coming home, change your socks before the next class. Coming home, switching the clothes up. Coming home, lighting incense, making your bed. Just something to signal to your brain like a new slate brush your teeth that's all that that's something else like I do and I mean yeah this is corny because I'm a high dental hygienist but brushing your teeth just that feeling of like okay new slate and make this like as small as possible it doesn't need to be some grand thing like 
I love it for it to be like a whole deep clean, a whole reset. I get it. I, I love that. But it also doesn't need to be that because sometimes that gets to be too much. Changing music, maybe jazz music. And if you're always listening to, sometimes I'm always listening to hip hop and it's too much and it's overstimulating. I put on jazz, no words. Classical music. I, I love a good classical music. No words, just instruments. And that is enough to switch a a a creative um a creative block a overwhelm block maybe do a new medium of your um of your artistic flow so like if i'm a dancer maybe maybe i i draw with some chalk maybe i paint that's soothing i'm not good at it but just to like express and like work with a new medium a new avenue changing up that that scenery it helps me like signal to my brain like something else something else so you're looking for some sort of change basically to disrupt that that overwhelmed thought cycle number eight give yourself a busy task and I say this with love because I know like I think ADHD people like we it's like I need to be busy at all times and like do all the things so I can't even like process anything. But like that's how I process everything. When when I say a busy task, I mean something that like requires no thought. Like there's a quote or something about idle hands up to no good or basically you need to keep yourself busy and you're going to be in, in better shape mentally. So a non-taxing busy task okay freestyling now you guys have if you haven't listened to the episode on freestyling go back a few episodes and listen to this one because there is a way to freestyle that is very structured blah 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 that i go over it's not like the only way to freestyle but it's just like something that a map for you guys and then there's a genuinely free movement freestyle i'm talking about the genuinely free movement freestyle just moving through your space not a thought not an ounce of what it looks like not even a film don't even film it you're doing it as a physical journal okay free write free writing something that requires no thoughts just words written out free painting go get a, a paint and just splatter you know what i mean Walking, something non-taxing, walking. And I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about a walk with, not a hot girl walk. I know you guys, not a hot girl walk. Like no music in your ears. I mean, if it is maybe classical, something like honestly, no, like nothing. Just walk and like looking at your surroundings. Walk your dog. Follow a yoga stretch on YouTube. I love YouTube. There's a bunch of free resources on YouTube. Shout out fucking YouTube, dude garden just garden be in nature boxing hiking biking i mean there's a ton of things that 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 you can think of but i want to really emphasize the word non-taxing so the minute it becomes a thing and you know when it becomes oh i'm gonna post this or what can i make this become no stop it's not it's not working anymore for you. If it, the minute it becomes a thing, it's going to it's going to contribute to the overwhelm. It's going to contribute to the fatigue. You have to stop it right then and there, switch it up, do something else. That is how you will help with the overwhelm. Another example, if you love to go to class, I love to go to class. If it's mindless and easy, and you don't have no thoughts going on in that class. And you really got to know yourself for this one, babe. This is this one might be a fine line for some people. But if you know that class is a. This is just a me class. I, I'm not thinking about no thoughts. Go. That's fine. But if you know that this is like a trigger. If you know that this is a trigger and you are going to want to be filmed, you know that you're going to want to push a little harder jump a little higher do, do all the things i would recommend you not going to that class i would recommend you going to a different class for that we're trying to fight and handle the overwhelming feelings 
Number nine, another corny one, but it works, is try a breathing or meditation exercise. Like I said, this one, it it was corny to me until I kind of understood. Um, at face value, I think it's teaching you how to just stay still. And I was like looking at breathing exercises originally and I'm like, okay, like I know how to breathe. And then I was doing them and I'm like, like overthinking. But what it has really taught me breathing exercises and, and meditation, it's taught me like present and like gratitude and like nowness. And I think there's nothing more grounding than just like here and now and like having to be present in this exact moment gratitude practices are extremely grounding meaning they can help you back into your body and less into your head and it's going to help you pull yourself out of that overwhelm um i i think i've mentioned before i love to do the like six things you can see five things you can hear four things you can feel like and i'll just keep going and I do that on the on my walk sometimes like a couple weeks ago when I was feeling overwhelmed and just like burnt out. I like took my dog and I'm like, OK, like no music, no nothing, like just like healing vibes. Like, let me just acclimate back to the world. You know what I mean? Get off my phone, get off of my planner. Um, And it was it was like healing. It, I don't know how to describe it. It was almost the same feeling I got when I took magnesium for the first time. Like, I don't know, like just very grounded and calm. Um, I also really like to do gratitude practices. Those honestly work a little bit better for me than breathing exercises. Um, Because that one, I can really like sit there and feel the feeling of gratitude. So when you do gratitude practices, you're like sitting there and I do like 10 things that I'm grateful for today. So I'll sit there and be like, you know what? I'm grateful that I had a job to go to because there's so many people that don't have a job right now. I'm grateful for the fact that I got a really good workout and I'm so grateful for my body that was I was able to push myself and be so strong and mentally tough through that. I'm grateful that I live in a area that I can just go to any dance class that I want to. I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to I can go I can go on but you can sit there and do 10 and then at the end of it like sit and see how you feel and if you feel calmer then cool if you don't keep going, do 10 more. And if you still feel anxious, you do 10 more, but you have to really sit there and really be like, you know what? I'm so grateful that I have the money to even get grocery because it's so easy to do the opposite. That's, I think that's the point I'm trying to make. It's so easy to be like, oh, America sucks. It's, oh my God, like taxes suck. It's so fucking expensive. The food is unhealthy. Like it's so easy to just gripe on shit all day and like rightfully fucking so dude rightfully fucking so I get it but it doesn't put you in a good state of mind and then you're going through life with a really fucked up mindset and then you're going into your classes and your art and your 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 dancing and your everything you're performing with a fucking terrible state of mind dude there's so many people living like this so when you can like elevate yourself out of that space I think it really it really helps pull you out of that overwhelmed it helps ground you uh number 10 my final one is i want you to phone a friend you're not alone you're not alone and also i'm right there with you i said this in past podcasts but everyone is feeling the tension and the uneasiness right now and we all feel alone but we are not alone in that feeling. And it's so, like I said in the beginning, dystopian because it's just like we're going through all this together, but it feels like we're not even together. And it's the fucked up feeling. And it's okay to openly discuss things. I think that a lot of us, I know that we're scared because that's even like me. Like I'm like, I don't want to talk about this because, you know, I don't want to upset anybody everyone's upset already everyone's already upset it's really not your fault either and talking about it is going to allow the other person to express themselves too and i 
I want to, I want us, I, I, I understand that talking doesn't need to always lead to lead to a fight too, because I know that there's a lot of differing opinions about ever, ever, honestly, anything in, in life right now. There's so many things that we can all disagree on and we do every single day and it's taxing, but you have to understand there's ways to talk about things that don't have to lead to like a fight. It doesn't have, it can just be a conversation and that's honestly what we need to be doing more of is just having conversations. Not everything needs to be such a big blowout. Not everything needs to be such a big, um, like, okay, so who won and what now? It could just be like a discussion because shit is fucked up and, we're humans and we need to get stuff off of our chest and we need to express. And so I, I don't want you to feel afraid to reach out and to talk to your people and to check on your people that you trust because they feel the same way and I feel the same way and you feel the same way. And it's important for us to all just like express not to like change opinions, fight our opinions, get our opinions right. It, it, sometimes it's just like about like an open, honest expression. And I, I know that artists understand that. I know that artists understand that because that is very much our realm is being able to express. And I know that a lot of us are just not feeling very expressive right now. So I, I encourage you to do that. But that is what I have for you guys this week. And as an artistic person, I want I want you to fully express yourself and I want you to feel inspired and I want you to feel supported and not scared every time, anytime that you do that. And I know that fighting overwhelm feels hopeless and especially times right now we feel hopeless and a whole bunch of other things. But I hope that some of these tips really help you guys. I really do because I know that for me, I'm fighting, I'm fighting, I'm fighting every day. I'm fighting every day, every second. Okay. And it's a constant fight and it's okay. And that is life. And I know that sounds so fucked up, but that also sounds so human and beautiful too. Because if we can just find a way to like, I don't want to get too like, namaste but like is that not the yin and the yang like like being able to have the good and the bad and being able to like work with both because life can't always be good and it can't always be bad so in times when it's really bad we can try to find the good and so i hope that some of these these really help you guys and send this to a dancer or an artist or anybody who is feeling overwhelmed right now i think that we can all use a little a little a little help, a little pick me up. And I, I hope that this helps you because talking to you guys really helps me. And I will talk to you guys later.